We're going to talk about the lads. We're going to talk about Wrexham. We're going to talk Ryan Reynolds, Macklehead. You name it. We're going to talk about it. All right. I was nervous for the game. Were genuinely, you? genuinely nervous. Think- felt a little bit rusty. It, How were the hands? It felt like they'd been sewn on the wrong way. <laughs> Honestly, but as I was walking out through the tunnel, Ryan Reynolds was walking back in straight away. He just came up to me and he went, Buzzy! But Ryan Reynolds said you're a freaking ledge as well. Yeah, didn't he, he did exactly <laughs> that. I was trying to shout and talk to my players. My, my voice just didn't seem as loud. <laughs> it's, mate, what? It's, it's like my voice is like deteriorated. <laughs> Saw Rob McElhenney and he said, yeah, fantastic. We need to get promoted. We'll get promoted. We'll do this. And he was like, and then what are you doing next season? <laughs> I love that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to the Fozcast. As you can see, I've still got a massive smile on my face. It's been the busiest, busiest last few days, I will not lie. It's been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, I've unretired, I've made it back as a footballer, um, and I've even made my debut for Wrexham FC. We're going to do a podcast today, basically discussing everything about it. Like I say, made my debut on Saturday. Fantastic 3-0 win. We're going to talk about the lads, we're going to talk about Wrexham, we're going to talk Ryan Reynolds. Um... There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Macklehead, you name it, we're going to talk about it, all right? We're going to break it down and let you know exactly what goes on behind the scenes at Wrexham AFC. So much so, it's been that busy that we haven't even really spoke about much Not yet, Not really, we? mate. It's been, it's been such a busy few days that we've had the odd conversation. I saw you at the game, after the game briefly. But um, I've got a million questions. Good, and, good. And normally when we do a podcast, I ask you questions that I kind of know the answer to already. Yeah. But not today. Not but, today. Do you know what, right? So first and foremost, I, w- I just want to talk about um, the game on Saturday. Just quickly, I bought you a present. Oh, you bought me a oh, Wrexham, Wrexham Lager. Lager. Have a look at this. I can't drink this, by the way. Do you know that I am a current serving professional footballer? So you Sli- can have that, mate. Slider over here, mate. Oh, I'll save it. it for another five weeks and then I'll, I'll have a few Hopefully more with we'll you. Hopefully we'll have a bit of uh, something on ice, there won't we? There you go, boom. Um, I just want to talk about, I, I, first of all, I want to talk about the game, okay? Um, a 3-0 win. Fantastic performance by the lads. Fantastic result. Um, the owners were there. Um it was brilliant to be back. It was absolutely brilliant. I will not lie to you. Um, I was nervous before the game. Were genuinely, you? genuinely nervous. Well, you didn't say you were. No. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I will always play try and cool. play it cool and try and play it down and, you know, not merely try and make too much of a deal of it. But I was nervous because I think when you've had that long away from the game, 10 months of genuinely thinking, oh, I'm done. I've never got to worry about another match day. Never got to worry about training. You kind of just fall into this, yeah, fine, not even a... And then all of a sudden, you're asked to go and perform. And I had two days of training, right? So I trained Thursday. Um, I felt a little bit rusty on Thursday, I won't lie. I felt a little bit rusty. Did you? How were the hands? It felt like they'd been sewn on the wrong way. (laughs) Honestly, they were a bit all over the shop. I just felt everything, my moving around the goal, just just felt a little bit off. Um, I got home Thursday night and I thought... Oh, I'm going to be stiff tonight. I'm going to be stiff tomorrow morning when you, I wake you up. You got home late. 
I so did. you'd already tell us, because this is quite a funny story, isn't it? So at that point, Thursday afternoon, you'd not spoken to Rob, you'd not spoken to Ryan. Yeah. And then you'd already committed to Mark Goldbridge's United Stand Live. Live. He, he was He's doing a live tour. So he, well, he was doing a live tour. So one of the shows was in Manchester, which isn't actually a million miles away from Wrexham. It's about an hour in the car. So I'd already committed to doing it and I didn't want to let Mark down. So... Went over to Manchester, um, checked myself into the hotel. The the, the sort of the event thing, the, the live show started about eight o'clock at night. Um, so I was just sitting in what they call like the green room, you know, the bit where you're just sort of chilling and yeah. wait, you know, waiting to go on. So me, Mark, Mark's manager, and and there was another couple of people in there, and we're just having a chat. We got about fifteen minutes left to go, and my phone starts ringing. So I pick it up, and it says Beverly Hills. It's, <laughs> really? It's plus, I ain't got a clue what it was, plus four, well, all these mad numbers, but underneath it, it says Beverly Hills, USA. And I looked at it, and I looked at them, and I went, Beverly Hills, it's Beverly Hills, I think it's him. <laughs> and they're going, oh. So I've answered the phone, hello, Ben, it's Ryan Reynolds. And I was going, oh my God. <laughs> so I've straight away gone, I am Ryan. So then you've got Mark Goldbridge, you've got these other guys all going, giving it all the big and like that. I bet, but Goldbridge was peppering you, weren't he? Oh, he was peppering it. He was hot. He was like, he was going, bleh, bleh. you're making me sick. You're making me sick. And I'm just getting, yeah, do on you lot. Um, so yeah, I was just having a chat with him. He was brilliant, honestly. He was so, so cool. Um, he was just, he basically, he started by saying, listen, I've got to say, mate, I am so thankful for you doing this. I am absolutely buzzing you're here. Um, he said, I've woken up. Obviously, they're eight hours behind on the, uh, on the West coast over there he says i've woken up to so many text messages so many tweets so many instagram this 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 um and it's all positive and i'm so happy and i'm so thankful so like welcome on board we're there on saturday i can't wait to meet you we'll have a nice chat and then at the game um but you know basically welcome to wrexham um and then um earlier in the day as well rob rob mcelhenny had already rung me as well same thing it was a los angeles number so i'm like oh here we go um and rob again he's just so oh he's so cool man you can see how much it means to him you can tell this is in his soul genuinely you can tell this is in his soul like this means a big deal to him he wears it on his sleeve um and he's just talking me through like games that they might have drawn all this going forward what he wants to do this and that and where he wants to get with the club and i'm like mate this is class i want to be a part of helping you get there as well um so that was very cool so yeah so um so did that on the Thursday. Did the lads know? Sorry, Ben. Did the lads know you were joining the club? Because um, I went to the match on Saturday, and there was a young, um, young Australian goalkeeper I was chatting to, Kai. Kai, um, and he said um, he went into training Thursday. He said he kind of was sat down, looked up. And you were there. Yeah. And he said, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just didn't know and he couldn't wrap his head around Kai's it. Kai's funny. Kai, Kai's an Aussie, right? So he's 20, I think 20 or 21 Kai is. Um, goalkeeper. And he is just a lovely lad. So he's that age anyway, where he obviously watches all our Fozcasts. He watches the Cycling GK. Um, so I've sort of walked in and he's looked at me and he's gone, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. And he was genuinely flustered. Like he didn't know what to do with himself. He was genuinely flustered. He went, this is surreal. I can't, I can't believe it. You're here. Like you've signed, you're here. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've signed. And he was so buzzing. Um, anyway, sorry, going back to, yeah. So, yeah. So the, the I think the, uh, there was a few of the lads knew I was signing. It was a bit, of, there was obviously room, the rumor mill was going a little bit. Um, but I've got to say, I walked in there on Thursday and everyone was so, so cool, mate. Honestly, it was wicked. I, I, I honestly, I, 
after finishing training on Friday, it felt like I'd been there for six weeks already. Really? That's that seamless, mate. Yeah, I just settled right in. Um, got on with everybody so well, telling stories, talking about this. Oh, you know him, I know him. Yeah, we know, that's how and it I goes. Bet, I bet you... Um... Like with the greatest respect, they're national league. So if you were to walk in any other national league team, you, you might recognise one or two faces. Yeah. But you've watched the documentary, so you probably knew most of the faces. Exactly that, yeah. So I knew most of the faces, knew knew their characters. Um, but it's it's always you always get have that bit of nerves. You know, what I mean, if you try and walk yourself into a room of twenty five blokes that you've not really met before, you don't really know much of. It's a daunting prospect, mate. You start yeah, a new yeah. job. If you start a new job and you're working in an office with a load of people, you're automatically a bit. I hope it goes well. You know what I mean? I hope my first day at school goes well. well. This is one thing I was going to ask you then. So on on day one, you've not only got all the lads, all the staff, the gaffer, you've got Ryan and Rob calling you. On day one, when you walk through the door, are all the crew there then from Disney? Exactly that. How the many? crew are there. Um, so you've got so the, the you've got the main guy with the main camera, and it's a big bad boy. Like if you think we've got some nice cameras here at the Foscast, they they are double, treble, quadruple expensive. <laughs> they are proper bad boys, right? Like proper. It's like attached to him. It's like a frame is built round this guy, and he's wearing it and stuff. Um, and then he's got like a couple people behind him. He's got another guy sort of like pointing him and directing him and stuff. But the camera is just so massive. You just can't miss it. You see it and you're thinking, oh, wow. Um, but the lads are so the lads are so just at ease with it. They're just, used to it. They're so used to it. It's nothing. Like I walked in, I'm going, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? And they're like, well, you just get used to it. Because they, they filmed you, I saw most of the stuff really on social media and stuff. So yeah. they were filming you everything. physically signing the contract. Absolutely everything. Did that affect you, like it, the, the way you would behave almost? Or were you a little bit more apprehensive and then with this whole wider story and narrative did it make you any more nervous no not at all that's not that's not even a thing for me to be fair i think because i'm normally the guy walking around with the camera trying to film people (laughs) slightly smaller one yeah slightly smaller one like my gopro in my hand it's just a normal occurrence for me so it didn't yeah it didn't bother me one little bit um but it's, it's fair play to the lads they just they just get on with it you know and that camera has access to everything i mean everything changing rooms oh everything changing rooms everything so even on the match day on the Saturday, the camera is there when you arrive. So say we had to be there for about half past one on, on Saturday afternoon. Um, they're there, ready, waiting in the changing rooms, waiting in the tunnel, waiting for people to arrive, getting all the sort of fanfare and stuff. So I had them sort of videoing me, sort of signing autographs and saying hello to people, taking pictures. And then they'd follow me into the changing rooms and then they're just in the changing rooms then. They're there watching everything. Um, even when we finished our warm-up and we're getting ready to go out and the manager's doing his team talk before the game, you know, come on, lads, we start quick, we do this, we do that. They're there filming. At half-time, you come in, they're following people up through the tunnel and then they're in the changing rooms. But it is incredible how you just, you don't really pay any attention to it. It's fine. It's not a problem. The lads are so used to it. It is what it is. Um, okay, sorry, I'm, I'm getting all sidetracked again as usual. But so th- Thursday night, I was a bit worried I was going to be stiff from one day of training. Woke up Friday, incredible. Feel fine, absolutely fine. Really? No stiffness, no doms, no, just absolutely fine genuinely fine so i'm thinking okay I'm, that's not that's nice don't get me wrong like i said i've been keeping myself fit i've been doing a bit of running i've been playing an awful lot of golf but throwing um, yourself on the ground is different it's right? a totally different ball game it is it's completely different so that's the bit that surprised me so went into training friday i was like yeah boom good to go fair play to the gaffer phil parkinson even on friday he pulled me into his office and he went 
are you good to are you, are you good to go like genuinely do you want to play tomorrow and I went of course I want to play like I'm not that guy who wants to wait and make sure everything's perfect just throw me in I'll be absolutely fine and he was like how's your body feeling today I was like mate I ain't even surprised myself here I'm feeling really really good he went perfect he goes you're in sweet as a nut we're good to go it's like yeah boom <laughs> he Love said that. sweet as a nut we're oh, good to Phil go Phil Parkinson's <laughs> a man mate in his own words he said that alright but yeah. Phil Parkinson is a man genuinely is. I bet Ryan Reynolds said you're a freaking ledge as well yeah he, he did exactly that <laughs> Ryan Reynolds will say that um, but Phil Parkinson is brilliant I've only got good things to say about him just a real nice human being gentle sort of down to earth but you know as a manager he's got it in him to give you a bit if somebody needs to be given it a rocket up the arse he will give it to them well you've seen that I've seen the documentary and you can see both sides yeah of him, for you? sure you have but to have he that he just seems absolutely proper doesn't he's he? top mate he and is then, absolutely so, top so Friday um, what, what were you doing like because you had quite a bit of media commitments as yeah. well so obviously firstly you're training and preparing for a match but then outside of that interviews Disney no so this is the thing on a Friday they will always try and leave that They'll. I did all the interviews the day before finished training on Thursday and it, that was when you do all the interviews all the press conferences you do everything and it took a while it took a good best part of about two hours really uh, but it's fine it is what it is you're a new signing you've got to do that sort of stuff um, by the way I had a medical as well I had a medical in the morning um, which took about 35 seconds it was incredible sat down with the physio and he went right how are you and I went I'm all right. I'm sweet as a nut. And he goes, any sort of injuries that are giving you any niggle or anything? I went, nope, absolutely fine, to be honest with you. Like, I feel... feel... Only my golfer's elbow. Yeah, I said, did. I said about my golf. I said, I've been mullering golf. My got bloody golfer's elbow there kills. I said, but funnily enough, it doesn't hurt when I'm trying to... And he was like, perfect. He was like, any this, any that health worries? I was like, no, man, I'm absolutely fine. You know what I mean? He looked at me and he went, can you just weigh yourself? I weighed myself, looked at it and he went, um, is that about normal? I went, yeah, that's normal. Like, that's exactly what I am. That's always what I've been. I'm always 92, 93 kilo. Um, I said, and I'll always be one of the other or in between. And he was like, perfect. He went. Anything you need? I went, nope. And he went, sweet as a nut. That will do. Golden. And so, so because obviously, um, Wrexham, you're used to Watford, uh, where you will stay in a hotel the night before a home game yep. and the night before an away game. Oh, yeah. So how nice was it that you get to go home and oh, you know, sleep in your own environment? It is, it is so good. There is so much to be said for that. You know, just going home, relaxing, shutting off. You can have a nice de- night chilled in front of the sofa, in front of the telly. Uh, wake up, have a little lie-in if you want. Because even, you know, when you stay in a hotel with a team. So when, when we were staying in the hotel with Watford, you would have to go down for breakfast by nine o'clock. You had to be down there by nine o'clock to, to eat a breakfast. Um, but I was, I was staying at home and I'm just like, no, I'm going to have a lion. I'm having a lion because I've had a busy few days. So didn't get out of bed until about 10 o'clock in the morning, which really? is just like the first time I've done that in, oh, mate. Long time. Oh, a lot, years, genuinely years. I, I'm like, sod it, I need it. I'm, I, I'm tired. So I had a nice little lion, woke up, a bit of breco, whatever I want to have. Um, what did you have? I just had, I think I just had porridge. I had porridge and ready break mixed in. <laughs> Oh, okay. Mixed in together. Because I like the way Ready Brett makes it a paste, if you know what I mean. It makes it pasty. A bit of fruit in there and stuff. Um, I think I had a piece of toast with some uh, Marmite on. But other than that, boom, like that'll do me. Um, Yeah, so then made my way to the stadium. and it was it was very busy. Um, it was very very busy. There's a lot of fans there waiting, and I had to obviously as a new player, nobody's got my autograph yet. Nobody's had a picture with me yet, so there was probably the best part of with a couple hundred pictures. And so what time did you get there? So it's three o'clock kickoff. Three o'clock kickoff. I got there for about one o'clock, maybe just before one. You have to be there for half past one. I, I got there for about maybe quarter two, I'd say quarter, quarter to one. one. Yeah, quarter so to even one. Like two and a quarter hours. 
There's a lot of people there. Oh yeah, a lot of people there. They know they know, they know that's that's when the players arrive. And obviously, when Ryan and Rob are in town, yeah, I'm guessing there's... it's a little bit busier. It's going to be a little bit busier again. Um, so yeah, that was it. Um, a lot of people. Uh, this is something we need to talk about as well, is because a lot of people have asked if the GoPro and the goal is going to be back, and it is back, baby. It was yes. in the goal on Saturday. I did a whole match day vlog as I normally do. Started on the Friday, the day before. Goes into the Saturday, show you all the behind the scenes stuff. Like I say, put it in the goal in the actual match. Um, it's fantastic. It's everything that um, I think we probably ever wanted from a, ever wanted from a match day vlog. Yeah. So obviously, you don't want to take the piss and be with the lads and everything like that. But you're able to go in the changing room. Yeah. You're able to put the GoPro in the goal. Mate, how good were Wrexham with you? How good were Wrexham with you? Mate. Because you normally you're used to going to stadiums and you have to you you'll film a bit of fan sort of footage yeah, yeah. and reaction but and even, stuff. Even like I used to when I used to come to the match day vlogs, I'd get a bit of um, like speak to some fans, maybe get yeah. a prediction, getting a bit of B roll, and also getting a bit of reaction when the, when the team score. Yeah. So you want to get seeing all the fans going mad because it adds to the match yeah, day vlog, right? Does, yeah. And like I've been places before, I had to start using my phone because I would take a GoPro in and. I remember Leeds away. Oh, stewards. Yeah. Stewards run it, isn't Leeds they? away. I yeah. remember getting pelters from that and I was like trying to film it on the sly and that. But on um, on Saturday, I went to walk around the stadium. So I went with Kate, with your wife and yeah. my lads. So I walked around the stadium. And there was a bit that was like fenced off and I was like, I just wanted to go. So I said to the guy, listen, can I go up there and do a bit of filming? I'm with Ben. And he was like, I can't let you through. He said, but just go and see the media team. Walked in. Hi, Tom. Uh, I said, I just want to Oh, go. they know you. The they guy, know the, you, the, did the they? The guy knew me. And he was like, hi, Tom. Oh, kind of did you feel big time then, did you? <laughs> no, no, yes, no. you did. You say you bowled in there <laughs> yeah, and they, they, the... they basically rolled the red carpet out, is what you said. Not quite. Not the, quite. But you got a nice pass, shiny pass with access all areas. I got a very nice That's welcome. incredible. And, love this. And I said, I want to go up there and do a bit of filming. And they went, here you go. Here's oh. this media pass. Do what you well, need. Do what, do you, what you need. Yeah. So like on the side, I was like before the game on the side of the pitch. Yeah. And you were like, talking to Kai again, weren't you? I was talking to Kai, yeah, yeah, and talking yeah. to um, the York goalie. Yeah, um, Ethan, Ethan Ross. Yeah, getting like match predictions and stuff. And it's just, that's how it is. They're so used to being cameramen around and access and content and or they just they're open to everything, aren't they? I think they that's really the are. thing. It, it's it's one thing being used to having cameras and crew around all the time, but it's the it's the approach yeah. from the top, from exactly. the ownership, yeah, yeah. all the way down. And it's like they embrace it and going right. Well, we've got a Premier League goalkeeper, so on the pitch that's taken care of. Yeah, touch wood, and then. Let's look at the. We want to grow this club. Yeah, of course. We want to grow its social media following. Yeah. And actually, why don't we embrace it? It's incredible, like, isn't it? Can you imagine? Like, I can say, it, like, if Watford had that approach. Oh, wow. Like, just the, the difference it would make. But, I know. But Wrexham are absolutely all over it. And, and why not? People want to see behind the scenes. Damn they right wanna, they do. They want to see, like, you always said, like, in the early days, a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. And there's that. no arm in it, is there? Well, the match day vlog is a banger because it actually, it's actually going. We're recording this on Monday, this podcast right now. 27th, um, yeah. Like I said, I played the game two days ago. The, the match day vlog is going out on the Cycling GK channel about now. No, in 20 minutes. It's going out in 20 minutes. So we've all seen it already. We'll link it below. Um, we'll link it below. It is it is a banger. The GoPro and the goal is back first and foremost, but it's all the other bits and bobs, the behind the scenes. And they're only going to get bigger and better as well. You know, we've got some big games coming up away days. Um, I'll get to show you so much more stuff. Um, so yeah, it's good. It is very, very good to have the GoPro and the goal back. I do enjoy doing them videos. Yeah, it's class. And, and on match day, let's just go back to match day for a minute. So because you've not 
been playing for so long and you're into a new club. Tell me about because um, you've always had quite a specific goalkeeping like warm up, warm up, yeah. like a routine. Yeah, yeah. So how does that work? Do you just have a chat with the GK coach? Yeah, the goal coach. So basically, um, yeah, he, the, the goal coach is a guy called Aidan Davison. Um, he's he's 54 years old. He's an ex pro himself. He's played the game for the best part of 20 years. Um, but he is a proper old school old school goalie coach. He's class. Uh, he's very much like. You tell me what you need and we'll do it, mate. That's all you need to worry about. Big and he'll call you because he's up. He's from up north. Um, but he is just, he's class. He was just, so we did training. He was like, what do you want to do in training? I was like, mate, just get me diving around a little bit. I said, nothing too much, but I just need it sharp. I need it short and sharp. Because so like I say, on Friday, the training session I did on Friday, the day before the game, I felt, I felt a million. Honestly, I felt sharp. I felt like my feet were, were good. Footwork was class. My hands were clean. Everything felt a bit, honestly, just a bit like normal, really. And I'm thinking, wow wow, that's like a day. Being retired for 10 months and then a day it's taken me to feel normal again. I was like buzzing, so buzzing. Um, so then I knew in my head, I was thinking like, yeah, cool, I'm, I'm going to be ready for this tomorrow. So end of end of training on Friday, the goalie coach just grabs me and goes, right, listen, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but anything weird and wonderful in your, in your warm-up that you want to do? And I'm like, nah, basic, mate, like 10 volleys, 10 half volleys, 10 off the deck, 10 from the edge of the area, a few dippers, stick me a few crosses in, a few angled shots. I said, literally that, doddle, bit of kicking. He's uh, like, yeah, sweet as a nut not a problem um, got to the game on Saturday like I said those nerves a little bit there still because even though even though I'm fully not I wouldn't say I'm fully but I'm sure I can do it I know I can do it I know I can play a game of football um, at, at, to a high level but you still want to do well you don't you you still want to do well like mistakes do happen in games and you never want to get off to a bad start and make a mistake well, that's going to happen at any level oh, it doesn't matter sure, if yeah. it's Premier League or National yeah. League if you, you shank the odd that's going to oh, happen isn't it yeah for the sure one, do you know the one thing I was a little bit apprehensive was about now tell me if I needed to be or not but um, having not played for that long I was a little bit concerned thinking that repetitiveness of lumping the ball oh kicking kicking the ball long I thought if you're going to have a problem with your body yeah it'll be that it might be kicking related yeah but that that has caused the most soreness so like I say I wasn't particularly sore after the game Um, my my left thigh a little bit my left groin a little bit but both of my glutes my bums Honestly, my bum were killing. Like, I don't know. Well, I do know why, because it's obviously from the kicking. Because you've got to think, every kick that I did was pretty much full power. Yeah, Full blast. So you're giving it everything you've you got. You clipped a few into the heart. You clipped yeah, a, few a few nice little ones there, yeah, mate. Yeah, a few nice ones. But then, you know, you you are, like, we've got some big lads up front. So if I'm hitting it on Wally Palmer or Sam Dalby when he comes on, like, I need to hit it well into their half. So I was lumping it. So, yeah. um, but no, everything was great. Do you know one thing I did notice that I thought was a little bit funny? I was trying to shout and talk to my players my, my voice just didn't seem as loud <laughs> it's, mate, it's it's like my voice is like deteriorated <laughs> i swear i was shouting and i'm thinking no one can hear you mate, because you need to not... shout more at the kids then <laughs> mate to be fair there were ten thousand fans there yeah there were ten and a half thousand fans on a saturday afternoon yeah in the national mate. league there's no country in the world that could copy that no. or beat that. There's no, no con- and then on the Sunday as well, the women's team had a match. They had nine and a half thousand fans. Nine and a half thousand no. fans at Wrexham Women's on a Sunday afternoon is ridiculous. That's like um, not far off Bournemouth's attendance oh, it's, it's, in the uh, Premier League. Home performance. That's what that's what I mean. This this club is going somewhere, mate. Do you know Honestly, what? I is. sat there and it's been been a long time, and, it, and like I've followed you up and down the country over the years, and I love it when you sign for a new club and I love going to those first few games because as a fan, I learn oh, who, what, what's this player all yeah, about? Yeah, what's yeah. that player all about? And I said to Kate, <laughs> just before the game, I said to Kate and I went, I turned around to her and I just said, 
this is tier five. Yeah, it's bonkers, like, isn't it? Listen to the racket. The racket, the roar, everything. It was, my mate, honestly. The atmosphere was, it from, was what was it like from a fan's perspective? Uh, because, like I say, you've been to some big football stadiums, you've seen what it's like being a football fan in them stadiums. And there's times where I know for a fact you've come back and gone, didn't really enjoy that. Yeah, didn't no, really it, enjoy it was, that. But what was it like on Saturday? I don't know whether it's because it's fifth tier that the atmosphere just felt lovely really? and there was yeah there was a bit of banter and the usual kind of songs yeah, yeah, you yeah. were getting ah oh, shit from well, from the well, York fans I, know, I got you? the York fans were brilliant to be fair and like even the York fans were probably what best part of a thousand oh, there were probably a thousand them. York fans travel down um, and even when I was doing my warm up I was getting the shove your GoPro shove your yeah. GoPro shove your GoPro up your but ass. you love that, that that's love football that. right yeah, and then exactly. what I didn't see was any of the ag that you might get proper ag yeah, like yeah, in, the, in the crowd not like fighting but just abusive enough yeah, and like, yeah, but yeah. that's all part of football should you go pro yes it's good it's it was fun. weird they were saying something about the podcast as well your, your podcast shit or something like that but <laughs> it was good it, they said it they said it to a songy way and it was at that point I turned around and I gave them a little clap and they all went hey yeah, I, like, I like that though constructive banter constructiveness it, it is, is was, decent it was absolutely class to yeah. be there and um it's just got a nice feel to it. Hasn't yeah, it, it does. Because it's yeah. been tw- nearly twenty years since I went to the to the race course. Yeah, it, like, obviously it, with the LDV. I think that's what. So the you know Rob McElhenney and um, and Ryan Reynolds are massive on talking about the community and the fans and the atmosphere and how much it means to the city. Um, and that's that's the bit that's probably become so apparent to me just since signing. Like I say, it's, it's been like, what, five days now? And I, that has just rang through so fast. Like I'm turning up to training and I'm finishing training and leaving and there's always fans outside. There's always people there. Well done. Nice to see you back, all that. Um, oh, just want to talk about as well after the game. So um Obviously, we've won the game 3-0. Great performance. Everyone's buzzing. Everyone's so happy. Um, and I, I was the first one to go and do some press conference. By the way, um, I got I got the man of the match from the um, from the sponsors upstairs. So I had to go upstairs and collect like a bottle of Prosecco or something. I was never man of the match, by the way. I didn't have too much to do, to be who, fair. Who got man of the match? Um, on the pitch, I think it Ryan was Barney. Barney wasn't yeah, it? it was Barney, yeah. Barney got it on the pitch. Barney, he was brilliant. Eh? Yeah, my boy Barney. He was brilliant, to be fair. He was lovely. Um, played, play, well. played up right wing back. He did. It was fantastic. Um, so, but they gave me gave me the man of the match probably just as a welcome back basically so I had to go upstairs and talk to a load of them but Dennis Smith was there who used to be my manager at Wrexham what all those years ago 18 years ago so that was nice it was nice to see him um, and see all the fans and just see how sort of excited and buzzing they are for it because I don't know if people have watched the Welcome to Wrexham um, documentary I think when you watch the first few episodes, especially, it's very, it's a bit negative, isn't it? It's a bit, they're, they're a bit sort of run down as a football club. And the way that the fans view it, they view it as a team that are going nowhere, basically. And they're a bit disheartened with it all. Ownership. Um, the ownership, everything. And then contrast that to where they are today, there's a genuine buzz about the place. So oh, anyway, so anyway, I'm going, I'm going off on a tangent, but the game's finished. Um, and then eventually I come back downstairs and I'm, I've got to walk out the tunnel onto the pitch and go and do another press conference. But as I was walking out through the tunnel, Ryan Reynolds was walking back in through the tunnel with, with his wife, Blake Lively and the kids. And um, straight away, he just came up to me and he went, Fuzzy! And he kind of like grabbed my shoulder. Is that the first time you'd seen him? That's the first time I'd seen him, yeah. Uh, Fuzzy! Oh, well done. And he like gave me a big sort of man hug sort of thing. And I was, but he was so nice. So he's just class, just like a normal bloke, genuinely, yeah. just proper normal. Um, he'd obviously had a good day because the team had won. Um, he was buzzing, absolutely buzzing. Like, he was a like, fantastic performance. The lads were, br-. and then we were just chatting Gump really. Introduced his wife, Blake. She was lovely, absolutely lovely. Um, it was just nice, mate. It's, they're a nice family. They really, really are. And then 
on the way out again, saw Rob uh, McElhenney. And again, he's, like I say, when I say about wearing it on his sleeve, you can see how much, like, he's obviously, he's the same. He's buzzing. He's like, oh, come here. Um, but he's he's just so over the moon. He's like, he, he even said to me, he said, um, he said, you know, fantastic. We need to get promoted. We'll get promoted. We'll do this. And he was like, and then what are you doing next season? <laughs> I love that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Calm it down. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but no, they're fantastic. They're they're proper owners. They are. They are. They're proper, proper owners. And Wrexham are so lucky to have them, mate. And I want to talk a little bit about the game, the game itself. So a um, few observations from me. Oh, God. Right, okay. From your come on, astute give me football knowledge. Astute goalkeeping right. observations. Not yeah? goalkeeping. Not goalkeeping. Oh, okay. Right. Nice. Bentoza. Bentoza. Mate, throw. Throwing. We've got to talk about his throw. Oh, my God. The way he throws the ball. I've never seen anything like it. So, guys, cast your mind back to Rory Delap at Stoke City in his pomp when he was at his ball throwing, ball slinging heights. Yeah. yeah? And Tony Pulis was just using him like a weapon, a vicious, vicious weapon. Bentoza is even better than that. Bentoza is further than that. He is throwing it. He is genuinely throwing it back to like England. a missile, like a Scud missile to the past the back, back post. post. Yeah, Bas- I so can't believe it. It's still crossbar height yeah. going past the back post. Yeah. This is unseen. <laughs> it was unbelievable. so the goalie who played for York on Saturday. Um, he's actually their second choice goalie. Ethan Ross is the normal first choice goalie. Um, this goalie six foot seven. Yeah, this goalie was six foot seven. And any time Ben Toza got a throw, he would go up, take the throw. And I'm thinking, oh mate, I'd hate to be you. I would hate to be you. Yeah. Every single throw is a genuine it's a threat a, no it, it's a chance to score is what it is it's a genuine chance to score right it is incredible so I was watching this goalie and he's trying his best to come for stuff we've got big lads who are man marking him stopping him coming it is horrible <laughs> it would be horrible to try and play against that I was so happy that he's on my team yeah. honestly he's a, he's a cracking player he's a great he? player and even as a defender like he, he's so because he's a bit older than the other two defenders he he reads the game a bit better mm. so it, there were times where I, I, I noticed that he saw a player running a bit of a threat trying to make an in-behind run and he would already preempt it step across or he would run with whereas the other two are kind of a bit more focused on the ball it's the way it goes Um, but yeah he's fantastic he's a great captain as well yeah I want to talk about Paul Mullen because he is um, he's he's a a jack in a box he's a a jack in a box he's a dirty little dog is what he is he is not not just Paul the rest of the team included in this as well honest as the day Genuinely yeah. honest as the day. They work so hard. They don't dive. They don't mess about. They don't moan at each other. They don't nag. They just do the job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just do the job. And if somebody misplaces a pass or doesn't do what they, the other player wanted him to do, it's not a fling your arms in yeah. the air and moan. It's no worries. Let's get the ball back they, and let's go the, again. The front two, I mean, the whole team worked really yeah. hard, but the front two worked like dogs. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Paul Mullen, like, as soon as he got the ball, heads up. Yeah. He- as oh, soon man. as he gets the ball, heads up. Yeah. He is, he's fantastic. He's like, obviously, I've seen him in training the last two days and his finishing ability is not even in a question. Um, but his work rate is, um, is just will to want, want to win and want to get the ball. And there's so many players on the team who are so happy to try and win the ball. Yeah. I see, I've seen it so, so many times over the years where there's players who they don't really want to win the ball because they know they might get a kick on the ankle or something. They'll just sort of make it look like they're putting their foot in. Every one of the lads on Saturday wanted to win the ball. So they would go that extra bit and really stretch to put their foot in. And I'm watching thinking, this is so nice. This is so... And they've got genuine quality as well. Yeah, genuine, yeah. genuine quality. Don't get me wrong, the pitch was was decent. It was decent, to be fair. Um, it was a windy day. Uh, there was, the conditions were... It was 
it was quite tough at times. So we we made a point of saying basically play what you see. Don't always try and do it long. Don't always do it short. Mix it up a little bit. But they try and play football. And when we played football, we were just blowing it past York. Yeah, they, we were, you played really really well. And then one final one, Ollie Palmer. Ollie Palmer, go Mate, on the big because he's six five. Yeah, right. This is probably the best compliment. Like a player like him. Yeah. He's a handful. A handful, he mate. He's just a handful. I know. It's that's what I mean. That's the beauty of it. Terrorizing. I think Paul, Paul Mullin works perfectly with a yeah. Ollie Palmer or a Sam Dalby, the guy who came, the kid that came on. Sam was brilliant when he came on as well. Um, but they they just got this. It's that big and small partnership yeah. basically because Paul Mullin will run in behind every single day of the week. Um, but you could go through all the team. You could go yeah. through all of them and name individual. Well, we players. will over the coming yeah, weeks. Won't we will, we? and you can name them. And you can talk about them. You can say how well they've done. Um, but the the, the togetherness of it for me is what makes me so happy that I decided to do this because it wasn't an easy decision was it no. I remember you know no. when this came through on Wednesday morning um, it was a wow do you really want to go and do this it's a fantastic opportunity but it's going to be a bit of a you know you're going to be tired it's going to be a lot of travelling a lot of football um, but no I've got to say I, I, I know that I've right, made the right decision it was great to see you back out there mate, mate it, it really was, really was it was great to be back out there I thoroughly enjoyed it um so yeah, hopefully the um, the remaining seven games can go as well as what the game did on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, we'll do another update kind of episode towards the end of the season. We'll try yeah. and get try and get tubes in for it as well. But yeah, we'll do a bit of all sorts. Um, we've got a two week break now, haven't we? We have. We've got a nice little two week break. Um, I think it ties in nicely with uh, football, really, because like I say, I'm getting pulled pillar to post. We've got a lot of games over the Easter period, um, which is going to make it very busy. But um, but it might give us the opportunity to film quite a big podcast it might give us the opportunity we might have one up our sleeve which would be an absolute banger definitely any guesses definitely <laughs> the biggest name we've had on the Foscast so far so looking forward to that we've also got we've got some monsters lined up yeah, haven't we? we we've have. got some current premier league footballers we've got um England internationals, we've got all sorts lined up. It's going to be a banging season. Good times um, ahead. Good times ahead for sure. This season's been incredible. I've loved it, as I always do. You know that. Um, and we will see you in a few weeks' time, um, hopefully when we're still top of the league and smashing it at Wrexham. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Look at that Wrexham lager. Cheers all. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Foscast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Foscast. <laughs>